morning. Once again, it is good to have you here on this Ascension Sunday. We're very blessed to be able to do this inside of a church with the Blessed Sacrament present, with all of you present. So thank you for showing up and thank you for worshiping with us today. Today I want to answer the question that always bothers me every, every time this solemnity comes out, kind of comes around during this, this time of year. And the question is, what exactly are we celebrating today? I mean, if we think about kind of the, the, the sequence of events, we're celebrating Jesus' departure from us here on this earth. At one point, God walked among us. Then he was crucified, then he rose from the dead, a big deal, something we celebrate with the highest of solemnity in Easter. And now, for one reason or another, we're celebrating his departure. It seems like kind of more of a sad day than it is a happy day, and yet, you read account after account of these ascension passages authored by Luke, and you will hear them say, These men left after Jesus ascended to heaven rejoicing. Rejoicing. So that leaves us with the question. Why are they rejoicing? Why is the ascension such a positive thing? And I'm feeling pedagogical today. I have three reasons why the ascension is a positive thing. And they can be remembered through the acronym FED. F-E-D, FED. So, what does the F stand for? The F is for faith. Jesus Christ departed from us and ascended into heaven to deepen our faith. That's at least from the words of St. Leo the Great. He said by Christ leaving us, we began to have faith not in the visible, which takes minimal faith, but the invisible, which takes great amounts of faith. And this is what he says. He says, so our Redeemer's visible presence has passed into the sacraments. Our faith is nobler and stronger because sight has been replaced by a doctrine whose authority is accepted by believing hearts and enlightened From on high. This faith was increased by the Lord's ascension and strengthened by the gift of the Spirit. He goes on to make a great point to say the apostles had faith in the visible. They saw Jesus walking around. They met with him. They interacted with him. For three years they lived with this man. And yet, when it came time for the test of their faith, when it came time for the crucifixion, what happened? They abandoned him. They turned around and left. They were afraid of him. And so, and so because of that, they were no longer, they sh- it shows us that the faith is lacking whenever our faith is simply in the visible. It's not a deep faith. It's not a lasting faith. But when Jesus sends into heaven, they receive the Holy Spirit, that's when their faith is unkindled. That's when their faith is strong. That's when their faith goes out and evangelizes to the rest of the world the Christ's good news, the gospel message that we all are longing to hear. Why? Because their faith was in the invisible. 
because Christ ascended and their faith was deepened. So that's the F in fed. The E is empowerment. If Christ would not have ascended into heaven, we would not be empowered to spread the gospel message, which is actually today's gospel passage, according to Matthew. What do do we hear today? We hear Jesus look at his disciples and say, all power on heaven and earth is given to me. I am all powerful, but I then go forth and give it to you. Go therefore and baptize all nations in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them all that I teach them to excuse me, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. In other words, Jesus empowers his disciples to do what he was sent to do. He gives them and allows them to play a part in his mission. And that would not be possible if he remained here on earth. If Christ did not ascend into heaven, priests would not be very valuable. Popes would not be very valuable. The Eucharist would not be very valuable because you and I would always have in the back of our head, well, the real Jesus is over there in Jerusalem. Well, the real Jesus is visiting Poland. Well, the real Jesus is in Rome. The real Jesus this, that, and the other. We would always be overshadowed by the real Jesus. This happens all the time in businesses or in any types of leadership position. You're the boss, you go and you give a job to somebody and you say, look, you're the manager, I'm empowering you to take care of this job, I'm empowering you to do this, I'm, to do this thing, I'm empowering you to build this deck, I'm empowering you to do something to take over, something to, a job, and I want you to get it done. Now, they usually might have some, some people under them which they need to manage. Well, the people under them will never listen to the manager you just appointed if you hang around. They're going to constantly go to you. They're going to constantly kind of usurp the chain of a command, and they're going to constantly ignore the manager that you appointed, unless you leave, unless you get out of there and force the manager to take a leadership position. And force the employees to go and consult with the manager and not to you. That's, the, that's just how empowerment's done. You cannot empower somebody and then just stay hovering over them all the time. You have got to leave. And that's exactly what Jesus did at the ascension. It's not an abandonment to the wolves. It's an empowering so the apostles can then go out and evangelize and do what Jesus was sent to do. Which is why it's, a, it's an exciting, rejoicing great time to be an apostle because this is whenever they receive the keys this is whenever it all begins and finally the last letter in our acronym d is destiny so faith empowerment destiny the ascension uniquely reveals our destiny a destiny that before was completely unimaginable And here's what I mean whenever I say that. In the ascension, we see Christ going to heaven, taking all of humankind with him, taking the human nature that you and I have right there up to heaven. But that's not common in any other religion. In fact, that's not taught in any other faith. Let's take Hinduism and Buddhism, for example. They believe in constant reincarnation. You die, you reincarnate. You become a bush, you become a plant, you become a... Uh, you know, an animal, you become a human, you become the Dalai Lama, whatever. I mean, you just become something in the circle of life. 
There's no idea, there's no sense of you're going to go into a place, body and soul, and live there with God forever. That doesn't exist. In Buddhism, they kind of refine a little bit more and say that after you've officially and after you've really gained enough karma, you attain what's called nirvana. Nirvana is not heaven. Nirvana is where you and I just kind of dissolve into the universe and we no longer exist. Not exactly my idea of heaven, but that's kind of the idea that, that, that is taught within those Eastern religions, a kind of fading off into the existence. Take another example, Islam. Islam does not teach that you and I go and become united with God. Islam teaches that if you're a good Muslim, you go and you kind of enjoy a kind of Garden of Eden type experience. A place where you and I can experience kind of earthly pleasures. But the problem with that is that doesn't really fulfill all desire. That's not really all that satisfying. We've all experienced earthly pleasure. We know that it's fleeting. We know that it gets old. We know that it gets tiring. And yet, that's kind of what that, that faith promises. Only in Christianity do we really see a destiny that completely fulfills all desire. And that desire is to become one with God. And that's what Jesus shows us the ascension. Jesus unlocks the gates of heaven so that you can go, you and I can go forth and join God and become members of the Trinity. To join him in full and total communion with him, never to be separated and always to be fulfilled for the rest of eternity. It's something that is incomprehensible. It's something that even St. Paul says, no eye has seen and no ear has heard of the glory of God because it's unimaginable. You cannot make this up. It can only be seen at the ascension. And so, my dear friends, if you're ever in a situation like I am often in, in, pondering what the meaning of the ascension is, just remember F-E-D, fed, faith, empowerment, and destiny.